Welcome everyone to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach large groups in Fort Myers, Florida, kindergarten through fifth grade. So let's get going. All right. So hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> so today I want to talk about rainy days. Now, this does not apply to everyone, I understand, but maybe this will give you an idea for something else. It doesn't have to apply to just outdoor PE. So don't, I don't want to scare anybody away. Stay with me here. The Florida weather is very unpredictable. And especially in October, when there's rain, especially in the afternoon, mornings are usually okay. It depends on the weather patterns. We have hurricanes that come, they don't always hit us, but even the, the indirect kind of hits affect our, our wind patterns and our rain. And sometimes we're just inside and we have no choice. And so the challenge is to come up with rainy day activities, especially in small spaces. Now, I know most of you, or at least a lot of you listening, might have a regular gym where you have, here's, looks like here's your space and it's all yours. And I think that's awesome. I would love that. And if you have that, that's absolutely, you know, that's great. And again, please stay with me because what I'm gonna, going to talk about, especially near the end, is something that anybody can ap- apply in their, their PE class. So for the younger students, when we go inside, I will, I will plan out. It depends what we're working on. If we're working on you know, water safety or bike safety or nutrition or overall fitness, it depends what we're working on. However, what I'd like to do is start with some movement. Now, we don't have a lot of room. If we're in the media center, we have to move all the tables. The media specialist is not super happy with us being in there, but it, there's no other options. Sometimes we have access, or in the past we've had access to the cafeteria first thing in the morning before lunches start, but this year's schedule doesn't really allow that. So for the most part, we're going to be in the media center. There's kids checking out books. There's lots of stuff going on, and it's just it's hard. So I like to start them off with a movement activity. Now I'll use something like Go Noodle, which I know a lot of teachers use. Go Noodle is a great indoor you know, activity, you know, all different stuff, all different movement, dances, yoga. Now Again, in tight spaces, I'll try to choose something that might just be a quick dance slash exercise warm-up. I'll also use things like um, YouTube. I'll look up uh, Ben Perillo. He's awesome, and his videos are great for especially the younger students with the, the kids' bop songs and the dances that go with them. I will also use things like Just Dance Kids. I'll put in like Mario. They love that one. Or you know the Gummy Bear song, Kindergarten First, especially Kindergarten really likes that. So... Something along those lines would be is a great. I'll do two or three of those, but I still I still have you know I have a total of forty minutes. You know what I what do I do with those other twenty five minutes? And you know that's a, that's a tough question sometimes because I want students to be moving and active, but sometimes it just we don't have space. I, we can't be going crazy in that small space. So here's some of the things I do. I will if again depending on the unit. If we're talking about nutrition, I will play, or even parts of the body, like the, how the lungs work or how the heart works. For, let's say, K1, maybe not really two, but K1, okay, something like Sid the Science Kid is great because he brings it down to their level. Kindergarten first, really like it, like I said. And he'll talk about parts of the body or talk about um, even forces in motion without even being real technical. And so they really like that. Or even some like, the Berenstein Bears, if they there's things about how they you know they ate too much food and how they felt, 
And there's other videos out there as well, but those are some the, the kids really like, or even older um, Magic School Bus. Something that teaches them in a, like science or parts of the body or nutrition in a fun way that'll keep their attention. And I know it's not ideal, it's not perfect, but it's something that has worked pretty well for especially K through one. Now, second grade and older, uh, Bill Nye is a great example of you know the sciency part of the body and, and nutrition things like that. Um, we'll do fitness blender for some active movement, but in, you know, in tight spaces. We've done balance it before, uh, Jared Robinson's app. Uh, that's when we I just pulled one or two classes in a in a room though and did that. The uh, media specialist was not happy about that because kids <laughs> she was really worried about kids falling. So uh, I think that's a great one, but it's not always ideal. Swerk at Kids um, is a great app to project as well and have the kids follow along. I will uh, use my Plickers cards to ask questions on fitness, nutrition, uh, if we're doing certain like invasion games, strategy, target, you know, any, any kind of TGFU, I will use Plickers. Um, I, I know it can be used K through 5 or K, K and higher, but I've only used them a second grade and higher. So that's something I want to work on myself, just getting Plickers cards in the hands of kindergarten, first grade, in a practical way to do some formative assessment, assessments. I think it's a great idea. Okay, I will also show uh, provocation videos like chukeball and f- futsal and curling and dance, if, especially if the students don't know what it is. Like I'm a big curling fan, even though I've never been curling in my life. That's one of my, my things. I, I need to go curling at some point in my life. Well, some of the students had no idea what curling was. So especially, I think I showed it for third, fourth, and fifth grade. I actually showed it outside, but you could show it inside on a rainy day. Here's what curling is. Here's the strategy. Here's how the USA won the gold medal on this shot, which I'll never forget, which is awesome. Um, I'm just kind of a curling nerd. But those are some of the things that you can, can do inside and show these videos, get the kids understanding strategy, um, just get them doing different uh, activities that get them moving, but also kind of keep them under control in, in, in tight space, especially with books and kids, uh, other students all around. Um, it's a challenge sometimes. Now, let me go on to the next thing, which I think you'll really enjoy is a, I just, I don't know how I found this. I found this on Safari Montage. That's what it was. It's called Design Squad. Now, if you've never heard of Design Squad, it is, if you type in PBS, uh, gokids.com or something like that. It's PBS, the channel, and it's called Design Squad. And I think it's just great. And it's one of the things, especially for third, fourth, and fifth, maybe second grade, but that's a, it gets a little technical sometimes. Um, what they do is there are high school students. It depends what season you're watching, but there's usually eight high school students, and they're competing for a college scholarship. And they'll each week they'll mix the teams up and they'll get like 100 points if the team wins and if they don't they get zero or once in a while you'll see them split the points if both teams do a really good job and what they're doing is they're coming up with they're designing a like a a thing like a person will come in and say design squad here's what i want for my sport or my you know whatever it, it is usually they bring in some people some athletes and they'll say uh like in the soccer one they brought in a professional soccer player and said you know, Design Squad, I want something that will help me with my uh, receiving a pass and then shooting it. And so they came up with a basically, a, I don't know what to call it, but a, 
a, a contraption that, that would shoot a soccer ball to the player. And both teams would do it, and he would decide which team did a better job, and they would win. Um, other ones that I really enjoyed and the students really enjoy, we actually just watched recently, I've seen it a couple times, is uh, there's a hockey one where they come up with ho- different hockey targets that move. So they brought in a professional hockey player, and he, he judged which one was better, and they both were really good. Uh, there's a basketball one with uh, cameras, so the, the coach wanted to see from different angles. Um, I want to say this is kind of before drones, but also it's inside. So uh, it was really neat how they moved the cameras around. And another favorite one was where they had the gravity. They had gravity bikes. They had to create two. They had to create a bike, and they raced them just based on gravity. They just had to go downhill racing, and whoever won won the challenge. So it sounds just like fun, which it is. But what I really like about Design Squad is it shows how students work together in a group. They sometimes debate. They sometimes argue. They do it in a uh, a positive way, though. I think they. They work their differences out. They brainstorm. They fail. And one of the things I, I, I showed, I, I freeze the thing in the background of one of the little warehouses that says, you know, fail first, succeed, or fail fast, succeed sooner. And it goes back to that fail acronym that I've I, I released in a separate podcast and you've seen online probably, F-A-I-L, frequent or first attempts in learning. And so they fail. They redesign it. They, you know, they work together really well, and it just shows how kids can work together. And I know these are high school students, and if, even if you have elementary students like myself, it just, you, you know, point that out to them, how students work together in a positive way. And so I really, that's what I want them to get out of it. And it's really cool what they come up with. And it's, it, again, it's high school, so they're working with some more technical things. And, but it's just a great, great thing. So check out Design Squad. It is really cool. The kids love it. And it's a great r- rainy day or just alternative activity. If you get a chance, check out Design Squad. Okay, now it's time for our cowbell tip of the day. All right, the tip of the day is go to supersizephysed.com and sign up for the free PDF, which will take you to a link for a design squad. It's actually a PE design squad packet, which myself and my former para coach B uh, designed, quote unquote designed, haha. And it it is something we printed out in the past, especially at the end of this school year or at the end of a unit. Like we're coming up on the end of a target unit. So that is something I've been thinking about. Maybe if we, well, if we have time, um, the weather's been messing us up lately, but if we have time, we're going to give we're going to put students third, fourth, fifth grade in groups of about uh, four to five, and they design their own game, and they have to come up with the rules, and they have to come up with you know um, just everything that they have to draw it out. They have to come up with the equipment list, and they have to test it out. They make sure it works. They have other teams go through it, and I just think it's a great thing to do, especially after watching Design Squad. They can become the Design Squad experts and create their own game. So if we don't have time for that, what we'll do is wait to the end of the school year, and we'll, then we'll give it to them, and they create their own game based on what they, want or what they want, or we might assign them and say, these two groups, you're doing target games. These two are doing net wall. These two striking fielding, and these two are, are invasion games, and they have to come up with games, brand new games. And as a matter of fact, one of the games I'll never forget, because we are still using that game once in a while. It is a castle ball, um, like Hula Hut. 
um, but soccer, soccer style. And one of my groups came up with that, and I thought it was really cool. And so we still play it. So check out Design Squad and check out my website, supersizephysa.com, for the free PDF that links you to the PE Design Squad packet, which you can use with your classes. So that is your cowbell tip of the day. Thank you, everyone, for listening in today. I, again, I try to keep these episodes around 15 minutes or so. So we're coming up on that time. And I just want to say thank you again for listening. Even if you don't have rainy days or rainy days don't affect you, if you have an inside classroom, I would say definitely check out Design Squad and check out the Design Squad packet that you can get for free. And it's it's pretty cool. And again, leads your students through more creativity and designing games. So thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. And I'm going to leave you with a beat. Not sure if I left you with one this one before, but I'm going to try it out. And again, have a great day. Have a great teaching week, whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. You guys are awesome. Keep it up and keep going. Keep pushing the profession forward.